0: Coming up on today's episode, we're talking all things Sophie and William with their joint engagement, a rare engagement from the Duchess of Kent, and we also get you up to speed with all of the upcoming Troop in the Colour information. So stay tuned. A grand.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up the Windsors. I'm Rachel. And I'm Michelle. Oh my gosh, rural community. Here in the UK, we are having a heat wave. <laughs> oh, I'm melting. Are you melting, Rach? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're thinking, what's the big deal? Like, why do British people always complain about the weather? Well, rural community, we do not have air con in our houses. So when we say we are
0: hot, we mean we are hot. <laughs> and all of our buildings because obviously it's mainly cold here, are built to keep the warmth in. So when it's hot outside, it's just as hot, if not warmer, indoors. And when you don't have air conditioning, you literally just sweat (laughs) constantly. (laughs) It's the most uncomfortable thing ever. I've seen so many TikToks of like, different people from different parts of the world coming to London are going, no, this is on another level. It's hot where I'm from, but this is torture. Yeah, we don't know how to cope in this world, but we're not equipped for it. It's okay when you're on holiday and you've got a pool or the beach, we haven't got anything like that near us. No, we're just on the tube or the bus. It's boring, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, Rach? My car's air conditioning's conked out. Like, it's not working now. Yeah, well, I've got no air conditioning in my car either. Well, my car's so old, I've never even had air cons. <laughs> <you'd have> <laughs> Why that had it? window down, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's start off the episode with some amazing Spotify polls that I've been putting up. If you listen to our podcast over on Spotify, you're able to give us your thoughts about what you think about the episodes. And also, I ask a question every week. So last week's question was, will Harry win his high court battle against the tabloid press? Now, 75 of you voted and 42% of you said no. said yes, and 20% wasn't sure. Also, the week before, we were speaking about the slimmed-down monarchy, wasn't we, Rach? Yeah. And I asked over on Spotify, are Anne's interview comments about the slimmed-down monarchy fair? 67% of you said absolutely yes. 20% said, no, not really. And then 11.8% said, not sure. So I'd say that's a resounding yes for that one, right? Yeah.
1: Wow. (laughs) Very
0: interesting. Uh, I know because these are backed up from when we were on holiday. So I thought I'd just keep on going. Did you know the reign of King Charles was known as the Carolean era? 50% of you said yes, 30% said no, and 20% said only since your episode. So there we go. We've educated some people. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) The world to write. (laughs) I know. Given the opportunity, would you camp on the Mall to witness the coronation? 60% of you said no, not for me. 40% said of course. And none of you on this uh, poll was watching it on telly apparently. So uh, I'll give you one more. Did you get emotional watching the coronation? 46% of you said, oh yes, absolutely. 46% of you said not really no. And 7% of you said wanted to cry but didn't. So that is like completely on the nose there with yes and no. Did you get emotional watching the correlation, Rage? No,
1: not really, because I'd seen it in person.
0: <laughs> You've seen it in person, yeah. I got
1: emotional about the fact that I had to stay overnight on the mouth
0: and <laughs> cry about that.
1: Yeah, so I want to give a shout out to Joanne Payne, who's from Canada. And she said, in regard to last week's episode, Harry's High Court Battle, and she said, absolutely loved this week's episode and was so in agreement with you, both about style and fashion at the lovely Jordan Royal Wedding. But I spit out my tea when the comment about Beatrice's second dress and boob hammock detail was mentioned. <laughs> exactly what I thought, and no one else described it that way. Shell, <laughs> you started something.
0: Did I with the boob hammock?
1: You started something. And then I also want to give a shout out to Deb Emiklu. I'm really sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. And she said, I'm proud of Harry for fighting against the media. I find it interesting that William settled out of course and Harry wasn't a part of that.
0: Now, we also had some thoughts over on Spotify in regards to last week's episode. Um, Cindy said, concerning the Diana and Charles affairs, Diana didn't go into the marriage under false pretenses and she did not carry on an affair with a love from prior to the marriage. So that's when we were talking about Diana having an affair within the marriage. And also we had C, didn't say anything other than C. And this person said, it's disingenuous for you to conflate both days of testimony and leave out revelations such as the editor admitting to phone hacking. The monarchy has no right to lie to make themselves look good. So I take on board what C is saying, but also we haven't got the end result of the court case. So there's a lot of things Rachel and I want to say. And bear in mind, there was 50 pages of court's documents and stuff to look through. So we took out what we thought was what we wanted to chat about. We're not going to please everybody. You know, there's 50 pages of it, plus then the court testimony. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. So I'm sorry if we didn't really uh, tick all the boxes in the way that you wanted us to. Yeah,
1: I think everybody has different opinions, don't they, on what's going on with Harry's court battle. In some regards, people, like you said in that Spotify poll, a percentage of people think he will win his case. Hmm. A certain percent think he will not win his case. And that's up for the judge to decide. I agree with what is saying. Maybe we could have looked at it in a different way. But like you said, Shell, we picked out Harry's testimony and what we found interesting, what he was saying in regards to revelations about what happened between 1996
0: and 2010. Yeah, and we did say we keep you up to date, for our community. We haven't heard anything else. As soon as we do, we'll let you know. But yeah, at the moment, it's still ongoing, isn't it? Absolutely. Right, Shell, shall we head on to the Royal Roundup for this week? I've never been so excited for a Royal Roundup. This is (laughs) honestly, Royal Community, this is bumper pack today. So get ready, get your cup of tea. We're ready to go. Shell, the Duchess of Kent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Duchess of Kent. I was so happy when I saw this engagement pop up.
1: So the Duchess of Kent carries out a rare public engagement alongside her husband, the Duke of Kent, at a concert and reception, supporting the work of the charity she co-founded, Future Talent. The organisation supports young people who come from low-income backgrounds to work towards a career in music. This is the first public engagement Catherine has attended in five years, and they also had calls to celebrate as Catherine and Edward marked their 62nd wedding anniversary.
0: Oh, this is just amazing news, isn't it?
1: It's so nice. And I've spoken before about a documentary that I watched about Catherine's life and the fact that she was a music teacher and a lot of the pupils that she was teaching had no idea that she was a member of the royal family.
0: Yeah. And you know what? This charity in particular speaks to me because I reached out to a trust that worked with low income backgrounds going into music and they helped me get all my music equipment when I was doing my vocal course. So these types of charities, I'm living proof that they really help and I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't get that help. So I think this would be something that I would set up myself as well. So I love this when I found this out. Well done, Duchess of Kent.
1: It was so nice as well. There was a portrait of her and it was received by her daughter, Lady Helen Taylor. Yeah. So that was lovely to see as well. So there's that family recognition there. And yeah, we don't really speak about the Duchess of Kent. As we say, she hasn't been seen for over five years in a public engagement. She's quite frail now, just like the Duke of Kent. And We'll be talking about Troop and Colour a bit later on, but we're hoping to see the Duke of Kent this year because he was with the Queen on the balcony last year, wasn't he?
0: He was definitely. And Rage, they also marked their 62nd wedding anniversary. Wow, John. <laughs> royal fanfare for the both of them <laughs> let's move on to prince william he attended the official opening of the oak cancer center at the royal marsden hospital in sutton william carried out work experience with the trust when he was 18 and he has held the presidency of the royal marsden nhs trust since 2007 now the position was held by his mother diana princess of wales until her death in 1997 and also queen elizabeth ii held the Patronage for 70 years. The battle has been passed and he's carrying on the legacy of those two wonderful women in his life. And we had a plaque attack moment. He plaque. <laughs> attack. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, but Rachel, did you say there was a guy in the hospital? <laughs> he said to William, You're very tall, aren't you? Yeah. And then he said a little bit later on, Oh, your wife is nice, isn't she? she? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing what he said. I'm not sure whether that's exactly what he said, but it's so funny. Yeah.
1: And it was so nice because William was reintroduced to one of the nurses that worked with him when he did his work experience at the Royal Marsden.
0: Yeah. And that's what's really nice when they've been with a charity or trust for this amount of time. You get to see and form relationships with the people that work there. And yeah, it's lovely when this happens. Prince William has been super busy, done extra engagements this week, which we're not going to talk about, but we will talk about the one that happened on Tuesday night with Prince William and the Duchess of Edinburgh Rach, did you know that this is the joint engagement that we needed? I know. Who thought that this would be the double act, the royal double act <laughs> that we needed in our lives? The Anton deck in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, William and Sophie headed to the cinema at Battersea Power Station for a special screening of Rhino Man, the movie, hosted by United for Wildlife. Now, fun fact United for Wildlife was actually founded by Prince William and the Royal Foundation in 2014. And William is president. So, we've got two presidencies we've been talking about today, right? The feature-length documentary follows the race to train the next generation of wildlife rangers at the Timbervati Private Nature Reserve, protecting the endangered rhino from poachers and trafficking in South Africa. It also highlights the dangers including fallen rangers such as Head of Ranger Services Anton Misba. I'm so sorry if I've mispronounced that incorrectly. Anton was brutally murdered in July 2022 for his work protecting the rhinos from organised criminal poaching networks. Now, after the event, the Prince and Princess of Wales' Twitter put out a quote saying, it is work that United for Wildlife plays a crucial part in, disrupting this transnational organised crime and making it impossible for traffickers to transport finance or profit from illegal wildlife products also that a thousand rangers have died in trying to save the rhino right when i was doing research for the podcast today I started crying. This is just, it was so heartbreaking. I will leave in the show notes the link to Rhino Man the movie, the website. Please head on over there because they've got a podcast. They've got a soundtrack. Go on over and have a look. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Not just because the endangered rhino, but just the sacrifice it takes to protect them.
1: And we've spoken about on the podcast previously, a documentary William did a few years back. I can't remember what it was called, but he actually went out to South Africa and he went into a room. And do you remember there, there was all those rhino horns? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was awful. It was absolutely, absolutely awful. awful. This
1: is a passion project for William. This is something that's close to his heart. He initiated United for Wildlife, and this is
0: something that he's been working on for a long time. And you know what? It was so lovely to see Sophie there. I keep forgetting that Sophie's his aunt. <laughs> I'm really silly, but he was introducing people. Oh, this is my aunt Sophie, the Duchess of Edinburgh. And I just loved how he was thoughtful of the fact that she's his elder, but still he outranks yeah. her. Yeah, they were work very well together and it was so lovely seeing Sophie and William together bring on more joint engagements we had Catherine and and the other year
1: didn't we yeah was it the beginning of this year we had them together on an engagement now William and Sophie let's get Sophie and Catherine together that's the double that we want to see come on (laughs) (laughs)
0: well we're moving on from Prince William to Queen Camilla what's she been up to Rach? so the Queen's Royal
1: Reading Room held its inaugural festival at Hampton Court Palace a few of Queen Camilla's friends were in attendance including the actors Dame Judy Dench Dame Joanna Lumley Sir Derek Jacobi, and royal favourite Giles Branwith <laughs>
0: yay Giles come
1: on <laughs> to name but a few performances were put on by the cast of Ostentatious there was a Shakespeare reading and a chat between Dame Judy and Giles we've got one of our friends over on Instagram Jo and she actually won tickets to this show and she said that Judy and Giles were a hoot they were a laugh (laughs) she couldn't listen to them all evening
0: well worth the ticket price because it was really expensive it was expensive
1: yeah the king also attended, looking proud and delighted to be in the company of fellow thespians. Because as we know, if you want to see a bit of royal acting, go onto YouTube, search for
0: Prince Charles in his Cambridge days. Loving it. <laughs> to be or not to be. We cannot confirm or deny that was one of the characters <laughs> that Charles plays. That was just from Rachel's head. <laughs> that was one of the only bits of Shakespeare I know.
1: <laughs> Stay with Queen Camilla, she has been appointed Colonel-in-Chief of the Royal Lancers, also known as the Armoured Cavalry. Now, keeping it in the family, Camilla's father, Bruce Shand, won the military cross twice while serving with the 12th Lancers during the Second World War. Queen Elizabeth II and Queen Elizabeth the Queen Mother also served
0: as colonels. Love it. And what a proud moment, I think, for Queen Camilla to take that position with that history of her father. It must mean so much to her. So much more. I and mean, then we had a
1: reception at Clarence House. I don't know if you saw this show, but there was a gentleman who was over 100 years old and he had like I a did. birthday cake. It was so yeah. sweet.
0: And, and Camilla said, I don't know if you drink. And she'd bought him like a bottle of something and he kind of grabbed it out of hands <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. <laughs>
1: Ah! Oh, gosh. Anything to keep, happy. <laughs>
0: I know. Anything. Anything. Let's move on to the Duke of Edinburgh. He met Ukrainian soldiers undergoing military training in the UK as part of Operation Interflex. Now, this is a partnership between forces, including Commonwealth countries Australia, New Zealand and Canada, which trains recruits in the skills needed for frontline battle. I was really surprised because Edward made the socials. <laughs> Edward was actually made a, the socials. It was a main post. It was <laughs> like, whoa, Edward made the socials. What's going on? Whoa. What's going on? The, I know we've said it a couple of weeks ago, but I have loved everything from the Royal Family Socials and the Prince and Princess of Wales Socials. Chef's kiss. They're doing brilliantly.
1: Let's move on to the Duchess of Edinburgh. She went to the opening of the Royal Windsor Flower Show, also known as the Royal Rose and Horticultural Society in Windsor Great Park. The RWRHS charity was founded by Queen Victoria in 1892 and has had the support of six monarchs across its history.
0: I'd never actually heard about this charity before, Rach, so I found it quite surprising that it was founded by Queen Victoria. Queen
1: Victoria. And there was some lovely photos as well. Sophie was with Alan Titchmarsh he's a famous gardener here in the UK he's had lo- he's a lots national of programs <laughs> he's a national treasure and it was lovely because we saw Sophie going around she was sniffing all the flowers I was like this is me at Chelsea <laughs> but not only that Sophie, on Sunday, as Honorary President on Leaf Farming, she visited Hampton Estate Farm for their Leaf Open Farm Sunday Annual Open Day. This is a chance for farmers across the UK to open their gates to the public so they can find out about sustainable farming produce and enhancing the countryside. Activities include tractor rides, where, of course, Sophie had to get in on the action. I mean, I would, would you? She was in a tractor. I was like, yes, you're you go, a good girl. Come it, Sophie. on! <laughs> I love, it. I love it. Then we had a joint engagement with Edwin and Sophie at the Royal Ascot Golf Club to open the Queen Elizabeth II Memorial Wood where they planted a tree. Tree mm-hmm. the mm-hmm.
0: Oh, we haven't had a Troubilly for a while. I like it. We
1: haven't had a in a while. This wasn't on the Royal Socials, but this was picked up on Twitter. But yeah, it's so nice to see them this week. So nice to see them getting more engagements, getting their engagements seen more on posts on their Royal Socials. Because yeah. as we always say, we know what work they do. But if you don't see the Royals out and about every single day, you think they're not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. I want
0: to just do a little honorary mention, Rach, to the Duchess of York. She has a podcast out. I know, we've got competition shelves. We have. Now, this is Tea Talks with the Duchess and Sarah. Now, this is Sarah Thompson, who's an entrepreneur, but also will be co-hosting the podcast with the other Sarah. This is confusing. So, two Sarahs. (laughs) Bergie. Yeah. (laughs) Rach, yeah, you're right. We've got a bit of competition. I know.
1: And I saw snippets of this. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but she was talking about Beatrice at the Jordan Royal Family Wedding and the fact that Beatrice was wearing the York tiara. And she said... That a hairdresser, we tried to like fit Beatrice kind of like as a Disney princess, that the tiara was too far forward. So Beatrice actually ended up doing her ho- own hair
0: in the evening. Oh, wow. We also found out we've been pronouncing Edo's name wrong. I know. <laughs> it's Edo. <laughs> it's Edo. Oh, how bad are we, raw community? It's Edo. It's not it's Edo. Edo. I always thought
1: like Eduardo.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: Edo. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Eduardo? And- I don't know.
1: And we also heard that she gets called Gaga by her grandchildren, so by Aww. Sienna and August. Aww. Because she said that when Beatrice and Edo, that was hard to say then. <laughs> <That is hard. laughs> when Beatrice and Edo were at the uh, royal family wedding, that she looked after Sienna.
0: Yeah. So that's Tea Talks with Duchess and Sarah, a new podcast by the Duchess of York. Let's head into the royal news for this week. We've got Troop in the Colour this weekend. And I thought we could take the Royal News section to just... Let everyone know what Troop in the Colour is. Yes, royal community, you may say, Michelle, we do know what Troop in the Colour is. However, we've had quite a few people asking us what is Troop in the Colour. So I thought I'd give us a little bit of history today. Yeah, I guess it's one
1: of those things as well, because we just see the royal. We, we like watching it to see the royals in the carriages, right? Yeah. And to see them on horseback and see what outfits they're wearing. And to see the flyover on the balcony. Yeah. We saw William carrying out the Colonel's review at Horse Guards Parade in London on the hottest day of the year. And three people actually fainted, including a soldier that was on parade. And Royal Community, you can see this all over social media, he's playing the trumpet. And all of a sudden he faints But as he faints He comes to And he he carries on Trying to play the trumpet What a like, What a trooper And then other soldiers Come running over To with a stretcher To take him off And then a soldier Came forward Took his trumpet And took his
0: place At the front Yeah It's all about the camaraderie Isn't it It is And we went to the Colonel's Review With William last year So if you want to watch Our vlog from that I'll pop it in the show notes But also head to YouTube Keeping up with the Windsors It was wonderful to Go to the Colonel's Review Last year Year. But the one thing we saw that I was like, oh no, is when, you know, Troop in the Color happens, they have a horse ambulance that comes behind. And I was surprised that we didn't have an animal. That was injured or dehydrated or whatever but three people it was hot wasn't it it, that was, day. So it was excruciating hot. remember they're wearing their full military uniform and their bearskin hats it's extreme circumstances for them and it's supposed to be hot again like that this saturday
1: so we're thinking of all the troops that are on parade on saturday because that is some weather to be in
0: Yeah. Now, as we said last week, Royal Community, we will not be going to Trooping the Colour ourselves. We're actually going to have a year off. We're going to watch it at home. And then we will give you all the lowdown next week on what what was happening with Trooping the Colour. So, yeah, the Colonel's review rate that William was taking part in this week was actually like a rehearsal for the main event. And the main event is known as Trooping the Colour, which will be happening this Saturday, the 17th of June. So let's talk about Trooping the Colour. What is it? is a military parade to celebrate the monarch's birthday. Now, it's also known as the King's Birthday Parade, not a confusion royal community. <laughs> <laughs> now, the parade travels from Buckingham Palace through the Mall and takes place a horse guards parade. It includes members of the royal family on horseback or in carriages. Now, once the horse guards parade, there are military bands, parading soldiers and military commands. Plus, the royal inspection and royal salute is given by the monarch. After all this happens, the procession heads back to Buckingham Palace, culminating in that famous balcony shot of the royals watching the Royal Air Force fly past. So let's go back then, a little bit of history. Why is it called Trooping the Colour? Each regiment has a flag. Now, historically, this is known as a colour. And on the battlefield, soldiers would march the flag up and down in front of the regiments to show which soldiers belong to each regiment known as Trooping. hence troop in the colour. So the first troop in the colour ceremony is said to have been performed for King Charles II in the 17th century. Gosh, that's a long time ago. However, it wasn't until 1748 with the reign of King George II that the military parade was used to mark the official birthday of the sovereign. And then it became an annual event in 1760 after George III became king. Now, Rach, it does take place in June, regardless of what the monarch's actual birthday is. This is down to the good old British weather. So the date was changed when George II, who celebrated his birthday in November, as does King Charles, thought November was too cold for his subjects. And I would agree, Rach, November is cold.
1: Very chilly.
0: Yeah. So he combined his birthday parade and the spring parade, Trooping the Colour, together. Okay, so what's happening this year, Rach? What have we found out? What's new? What's going on?
1: So this will be the first Troop in the Colour of the King's reign. And the King will take the Royal Salute as Colonel-in-Chief of the seven regiments of the Household Division. It will also be the first time a reigning monarch has ridden at Troop in the Colour since 1986. Each year, a regiment of the Household Division is chosen to troop their colour. And this year, it's the turn of the Welsh Guards. Right,
0: I've got a little thing to tell you about the Welsh Guards. I don't Go know if you on. know this. We went to the Troop in the Colour rehearsal last year and it was the Irish regiments that were Troop in the Colour and they've got a mascot, which is Seamus, the Irish wolfhound, right? Yeah. The Welsh Guards have a goat as their <laughs> mascot and he's called William Windsor. So all of the goats <laughs> are called William Windsor. But obviously William, when you shorten it, is Billy. So Billy Goat. <laughs> Not to get confused with William Wales, no? No. (laughs) <laughs> I hope the goat's oh. okay On Saturday I really
1: do The parade will involve Over 1,400 Parading soldiers 200 horses And 400 musicians And this is a wonderful Display of pomp and ceremony to see in person Or on the TV
0: What a show We always say it Nobody does pomp and ceremony Like the Brits No one Come on over to Instagram Keeping Up With The Windsor's Pod And let us know What you thought Watching Troop in The Colour In person Or on, te- on the television as well Rach, we have to just go through our royal predictions who do you think will be on the balcony this year I just think it'll be the working royals
1: I think it'll be William and Catherine with their children obviously the King and Queen Camilla Sophie and Edward with James and Louise Anne and Sir Timothy Lawrence Duke of Kent if he's able Princess Alexandra if she's able And
0: I I think that will be it. Last year, we had a real stripped back balcony, didn't we? We had the King and the Queen plus Queen Elizabeth II, the Prince and Princess of Wales with the children. But that was it, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think that was mainly because it was for the Jubilee. And I think that was a sign of continuity and the Queen passing the baton because I think the family knew that her life was coming to an end because she did look quite emotional on that last day of the Jubilee, didn't she?
0: she did obviously we saw some protesters happening last year as well so fingers crossed everything runs smoothly for the parade this year. But we did go to Trooping in the Colour when it was the Platinum Jubilee, which did bring in a lot more of the crowds. Do you think King Charles is going to bring the crowds this year? I think
1: it's hard to judge because we've only experienced Trooping in the Colour, like you said, from the Platinum Jubilee. We've never been any other year where it's just a normal year for Trooping. Obviously, this happens every single year. So I don't know what the crowd levels are normally like. I've heard from some people that have gone on previous years that they've got there about half eight and they've still been able to get to the barrier yeah so I don't think it has anything to do with it being King Charles I just think personally if you can get there great if you can get that barrier absolutely fantastic it's amazing to be there to soak up the atmosphere but I think it's always going to be stripped down compared to what the jubilee was because like you said like that was a moment in our history wasn't it
0: yeah I think I think it will be busy I do I think Anything like this, pomp, pageantry, military processions, but also the fly pass. That is so amazing to see with your children. Yeah, Lots of people bring their families to royal occasions such as this.
1: And also a lot of people get excited to see Catherine and the children. M- mainly you, Rachel. <laughs> well, no, that's what a lot of the draw is, though. If you, if you yeah. think about it, well, you know, what's the money shop? People now, the money shop now is the children on the balcony. That's what sells the newspapers the next day. Well, especially if you've got Prince Louis. Well, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) He's the showstopper. I was going to talk about fashion. Like, let's do our predictions. What colour do we think Camilla's wearing, Catherine, Sophie, and also Charlotte? But I also got to think, we're going to see the Princess Royal, the Royal Hobnob, on horseback. We're going to see Prince William on horseback. We're also going to see the Duke of Kent. He's going to be in his military uniform and possibly Prince Edward. But the thing is, Rach, I'm wondering when we will get to see Catherine in a uniform. Do you think we ever will? Yeah, I don't know. It, it'd be amazing. She could surprise us all and just rock up in a uniform. I would scream. I would scream. <laughs> that would be the bingo card win for me, I think. Uh, and I think that would be something if I was to buy, like, the Barbie doll of Catherine. It would be her in like her Irish guards uniform <laughs> Oh I love it, I love it and
1: um, I think I think Queen Camilla will be wearing blue, that seems to be a shade that she's gravitates towards a lot recently and I always say blue is her colour Like mm-hmm. it really makes her shine, it really brings out the colour of her eyes it's hard because I've actually put up a reel on Instagram um, where it's Catherine's look throughout the years Yeah, and she does mix it up so we've had white, we've had yellow we've had pink and blue so maybe she could choose a completely different color this year, could be a rewear, and she just wears a different hat
0: yeah could be lime green
1: you never know we never know we never know do you think louis will be wearing an older outfit of williams <laughs> oh i would love that i would love it he wore that for in last year didn't he that yeah, little um was short so set ad- it was so cute it was adorable
0: and then also is shark gonna wear a hair in plaits or not you know that's a thing that's oh signature. yeah definitely definitely <laughs> and lady
1: louise at the coronation we saw her in her first wide brim hat yeah do do you think she's going to be wearing a repeat hat? Like maybe not the dress, but she could, we've seen her over the years, wear the same hat on different occasions. So we could be seeing this because then the outfits that they wore on at the coronation are not in a museum at the moment. They've not been exhibited. So it very well maybe that she wears... That hat, but she has it dyed to a different colour to match the outfit that she's wearing.
0: Oh, I like this. It's like sustainable fashion as well. Yeah. Yeah, this is ticking all the king's boxes, isn't it? Definitely. I think we're actually going to see something very new from Louise. I think she's one to watch coming up. I think she's working with a stylist, roach. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) she deserves it let's hope she does some engagements
1: yeah and I loved her outfit at the coronation it was my favorite outfit I've seen her in but yeah. also throughout the whole event it was my favorite that wasn't obviously Catherine or Charlotte or Queen Camilla so yeah always look forward to seeing the passionate at Troop and that's always a highlight obviously the famous balcony shot the like you said the flyover there's just always something to look forward to will we have Louis giving her ear moment ah!
0: <laughs> yeah. he's older now though isn't he but five is still a long time to wait isn't it and hang around yeah. so i'm I'm looking forward to seeing him
1: and this will be the first time that we see them on the balcony singing the national anthem mm. since the coronation
0: yeah it's going to be a really good day ahead let's hope fingers crossed the weather is kind because we know what it's like rachel it's we've just been standing there never mind actually parading as a soldier or the animals it's a big undertaking and actually Prince William put out a thank you didn't he on the socials that's how much of a big ask it is for them on these really hot days and maybe actually going back to the history of it maybe it was better to have it really cold than it was to have it really (laughs) warm <laughs> thank you so much for being here Roll community if you would love to help us keep on the air you can over on ko you can buy us a coffee which is four pounds or six bucks or you can come on over and become part of the vip Roll community over there and you get a zoom call with rachel and i per month and also a exclusive facebook group Don't forget, you can watch any of the vlogs that we've spoken about today over on
1: YouTube. Just search Keeping Up The Windsors. Don't forget to subscribe and to like any of the videos that you watch. We have all of our Coronation vlogs, all of our Platinum Jubilee vlogs and we also have William's Troop in the Colour last year.
0: Please feel free to share the podcast with anyone you know who loves the Royal Family as much as we do and leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. did you know you can even ask Alexa Alexa, Alexa, play Keep It Up with the Windsors podcast. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't, but that's a new one. <laughs> uh, Rachel's always like, Alexa, set the timer for five minutes. Or <laughs> whatever when you're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. We will see you next week on Keep It Up with, the, with the Windsors.